Mask Club provides premium limited edition face protection with unique designs that change monthly using unique designers and artists' works. Supporting the artist industry, which is one of the many that have been hit by the global pandemic. Their aim is to provide a new item of clothing that people will want to wear rather than have to wear. Every month, members of the Mask Club will receive four mask filters in a sexy foil sealed bag with a unique limited edition design ready for you to hit the streets feeling stylish and protected. Additionally, each package includes a unique QR code giving members exciting additional benefits including a Spotify playlist which also features this amazing podcast Empty Prelash, leading members to feel their membership has deeper involvement than just the masks themselves. In order to join Mask Club, be sure to head to www.msk.club and use the voucher code PRELASH50 to get 50% off your first month. That is the unique voucher code PRELASH50, spelled 5-0, at msk.club. Hi everyone, it's Lucy and Jack here and here is another episode of Celebrity Prelash. Thank you so much to everyone who's been tuning in for the last two weeks. Um, exciting news, we're starting to climb the charts. Yes, we went top 40 in the UK comedy interviews. Uh, very soon I'll just be like Lisa Scott Lee and I'll get to that top 10 I have always desired. Yesterday I sat down with Benji Potter, um, had a really, really good time. He's a really, really fun guy. Uh, fun guy is a fun person. He's not a mushroom, not as I know. Uh, we talked about a lot of really, really good camp celebrities. Um, he didn't drink much. I got through three drinks, but hey, let's not call up the AA yet. Uh, do you know what? Let's go and hear the episode now. Here it is, Celebrity Prelash with Benji Potter. So I'm here in my bedroom feeling really, really sexy as usual. And I feel even more sexy because I see a sexy man who is currently under a duvet. It is Benji Potter. Benji, why are you under your duvet? What's going on? Ooh, uh, this sounds a bit like big breakfast. Hello, the naughty. I know. I'm Denise Van Outen. What gave me away? <laughs> the cocaine. Uh, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly, ladies allegedly. and spoons. Uh, I'm great. Lovely to be here. Beautiful sunny day outside, uh, but oh, had no. to steal myself away for you, Lucian darling. To hide underneath the duvet to stay away from the sun. It feels like I'm having like a teenage wank here. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm guessing you're under the duvet for acoustical reasons, if that's even a word. Yes, I'm under the duvet for um, high-tech sound reasons mm -hmm. um, to make sure I get the best sound experience. Um, gotcha. Uh, yeah, hopefully you can't hear my mum saying goodbye to family members in the background. Uh, I do oh. live with my parents. That's showbiz, kids. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, this is Celebrity Prelash. You might be underneath your duvet, but at least you do have a drink to keep you company. Um, I have to ask you, Benji, what is your drink? Tell our audience. Um, for me, it has to be a porn star martini. Basic AF. It's not basic AF. It's it's amazing AF. I love a good porn star martini. Do you ever have them with uh, shots of prosecco on the side? Um, yes, darling. And I wait till I've drunken my uh, martini to have my prosecco because that's the way the Huns do it, and it's very sophisticated. I agree, but I have to do the shot then and there. I think you know it's the opportunity for you to go and do a really light shot. You know, just to say, "Hey, we're doing shots of the bar," but really you're just doing a shot of Carver, which has like probably been out for like five days. But yeah, don't tip it in. Don't tip it. In. Don't be that gay. Oh no! Never. God, have you no class, darling? <laughs> Obviously, I do because I don't. 
So you're having your porn star martini now underneath your duvet. I am today, I've actually changed it up today. I'm having a very, very traditional drink. I'm having a spiced rum and diet Coke. I know, right? Ooh, I'm so classy. So, Benji, nice. from underneath your duvet, from me in my bedroom here in Tooting, let's say a massive cheers and let's start our pre-lash. Woo! Cheers, let's get on it. Drink, 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 hey. drink, 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 drink. So Benji, yeah, you know, this is the third episode here of Celebrity Prelash. I know you have listened to our last two episodes, so you're fully prepared for what this is going to be about. What we like to do here is not only drink, we like to go and dish the dirt of celebrities we may have worked with, or celebrities we like, or just any celebrity for any reason. It really just is an opportunity for us to go and bitch about celebrities in general. So Benji, are you ready to bitch about some celebrities? I'm ready. Woo, so drinks in hand and bitching are ready. Benji Potter, comedian, journalist. How do you know Beyonce? That's oh. a big claim to fame already, Beyonce. That is a clang. Well, um, in 2011, Beyonce mm. played Glastonbury, right? Apparently, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she played Glastonbury because um, they didn't have one the following year in 2012. And just after she played Glastonbury, in I think it was September, she did a small gig at Shepherd's Bush Empire. You know, small by Beyonce's kind of comparison. Mm, 10,000 people, very small, probably. Yeah. 5,000? Intimate, let's say. Intimate, darling. Um, so uh, I wasn't a massive fan at that point, but um, I was like, yeah, she's quite cool. Um, anyway, I was there as a journalist and they didn't let me into the VIP area. So I was like, fuck it, let's just get absolutely wasted. Um, so I was with a couple of girls that had won some competition and they had like unlimited bar tab. So I got absolutely smashed. Um, Adele was there, Gwyneth Paltrow was there, Jesse J, sorry, clang, clang, clang. Alexandra Burke, excuse me, I just yeah, you, like, you, you, you went down the mountain there at the end. <laughs> yeah, I went off the cliff. Um, <laughs> and um, anyway, so after the gig like i'd heard there was an after party and to get into the after party you needed the lanyard with a gold star on it oh so, gold star and you're jewish that's quite fitting but carry on. <laughs> <laughs> i'm so sorry Star frank <laughs> all downhill i'm obsessed you are Anne frank but carry on <laughs> yeah um so um, I needed this this gold star. So what I did was I tucked the lanyard into my shirt and buttoned it back up um, and basically waited like for the security guards to like for about an hour into the party, waiting mm -hmm. for them to like chill a bit, walked in, kind of like just showed the lanyard bit of my lanyard, not the card bit. Walked yeah. in, salt and pe pepper push it came on. I spotted Beyonce across the room. No in word of a lie. Started doing like push it, push it, push it. And then we started dancing together. And then like Jay-Z was there. Um, I got Alexandra Burke to take a picture of me and Beyonce. Um, and I can like put the picture on social media with this podcast. People can see it. Um, and like stayed in the party for like um, a good like hour. And then the security guards were like, what the fuck are you doing here? You're not meant to be here. And I was like, I've got my picture. I'm happy. See you later. And like, they chucked me out and I went off into the night. Oh, wow. What an amazing story. Now, tell me this, because obviously I, all I care about is alcohol and uh, celebrity name dropping. We've already done the celebrity name dropping. Let's talk about the alcohol consumed. What was Beyonce drinking? Oh, my God. 
God. Oh, I don't know, probably like Cristal. You know, like celebrities drink like really tacky celebrity drinks. Yeah. Um, and it probably was that. I mean, I was probably on the gin and tonics back then. Yeah, it was. I remember Adele was drinking gin and tonics because she had two in her hands in small glasses with tiny straws. Um, and like, oh, this is when Adele fisting. was. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky I'm into that. Woohoo! Um, <laughs> So yeah, no, I was absolutely smashed though. And I was like, how old was I at the time? I mean, 2011, so that's 10 years ago. I was 18. Ah. I've revealed my age on Celebrity Prelash. You have indeed. <laughs> this is actually the second time someone has revealed their age on Celebrity Prelash. <laughs> I was like nine when I met Beyonce. You were nine years old. Yeah. You, you were like, you know, in that uh, Madonna video for Open Your Heart, but the little kid sneaking into the theatre, <laughs> going watch Madonna, you know, getting her, her boobs out with like the, the little coy machines. You were like that kid, but in a Beyonce gig. That is so cool. Started young, what can I say? Absolutely. Starting young and finishing young. That's the way we like to go and do it. Um, do we? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I had a really sad realisation the other day I'm never going to be in the 27 club Oh my god, that is sad yeah, Oh my god, me too, I'm 28 now God, I should have done it last year oh, I know, right oh. But back to Beyonce <laughs> So obviously Beyonce was there, Jay-Z was there Adele was there, Alexandra Burke apparently was there as well Amazing um, What's the lunch there? Solange wasn't there actually. <gasps> I met Solange on another occasion. Oh, look at this. This is like a double celebrity day drop. Wow. Okay, you met Solange too. Go, go for it. Go ahead. Oh God, this is like my most embarrassing um, celebrity moment. Um, yes. So th this was about, uh, oh God, about five or six years ago. When you were 12. When I was 12, <laughs> yep. Um, Keeping count. Yes, thank you, darling. Uh, someone has to. And it was at the Cafe Royal on uh, just near Piccadilly. Mm -hmm. And I think, I can't, it was like a London Fashion Week party or something. And Solange mm -hmm. was there and... Um, I basically, like, I was free, a freelance journalist at the time. And a couple of editors were there and they were like, if you go and ask Solange what happened in the lift, we'll give you, like, 500 quid each. So, like, a grand. Only? That doesn't sound like much. Well, I mean, I was, like, 12 at the time, you know. I was getting oh, yeah. pocket money. Really good pocket money, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Harry, on this story, I'll stop interrupting you first. <laughs> that's all right, darling. It's a podcast, darling. It's meant to be messy. So, they were like, if, if you go and ask her about the lift, we'll, like, give you this money. So, I was like... Uh, okay, fine. I was like naive young journalist. So I was like chatting away to her. Um, I was like, oh, would you ever do like, would you ever be in a film or a musical? She was like, oh my God, I was in Step Up 3, don't you know? <laughs> and we were like laughing. And then I went, oh, so tell me what happened in the lift. And her face dropped like a picture you can never imagine. Like it just totally, totally dropped. And then, like, I didn't even look at her again. I, like, ran to the bar. And hopefully you mean it was a free bar. <laughs> oh, darling, it's always a free bar. I don't pay for Good. drinks. Carry on. This showbiz bashes, darling. Um, I didn't bump into fucking Natalie Cassidy at the Two Brewers. I don't Oi. know, book tea or coffee if you want that. <laughs> My personal celebrity name drops are great, but carry on. <laughs> so, um, ran to the bar, and then I was like, I really need to leave. Anyway, she followed me. And she was like, I really respected you as a journalist. And like, I was having a really nice time. And then 
oh god she doesn't sound like she's from the oc she's much more chill she's like i would she's not like oh my god um no she was like i was having a really nice time and then like you disrespected me by asking about the elevator and i was like seriously i'm really sorry and then i just legged it out the party before the organizers threw me out so at least this time this experience with a Noel's sister you left on your own accords rather than being thrown out so that deserves a round of applause <laughs> yeah a pre last round of applause <laughs> oh, poor Solange she must be really sick but she must get asked that every single day well, I don't think a lot of people have the guts to ask her, but I was like, do you know what? Fuck it. I'm a journalist. She won that £50 pounds and a bag of sweets. I never got the money, uh, but but um, I got the kudos, I guess. And it's a story for Celebrity Prelash. So. Yeah, you, you got your anecdote. That's a lot more valuable. So cheers, cheers. Cheers, mm. through the screens. Through the screens. Drink, 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 drink. Mm. Oh, that's delicious. That's delicious. Now, Benji, so obviously, you know, when I introduced you, I mentioned how you are a journalist and you're a comedian. Um, what came first, the comedy or the journalism? Um, oh, chicken and egg, darling. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, for me, it was journalism. It's a bit of a funny story, but only I mean, kind of strange story. But I basically got into it when I was about 15, 16. Um, and Andrew Lloyd Webber was having a concert in Hyde Park with loads of celebs for his 60th birthday run by the BBC. And I wanted to go, but I didn't want to buy a ticket. So like, I managed to wangle a commission from this children's theatre magazine called Young Performer Magazine. Oh. If you went to Stagecoach, you know. <laughs> um, uh, Stagecoach Mafia. Um, Isn't that a coach so... company? <laughs> <laughs> it's a theatre club. Oh, theatre company. Okay. I was like, oh, he's working on the buses first. Right, yeah, carry on. on sorry. Checking tickets. Um, so anyway, ended up doing that and then um, wrote like a review for the magazine. Then they gave me my own column, went to premieres and yeah, basically was doing showbiz journalism through my GCSEs, A-levels. And comedy is recent. I mean, like, I've got into comedy in the last couple of years. Yeah, I love it. And try and bring some of the... Uh, the old name dropping onto the stage. You know, obviously yeah. for us being performers, it's so important to go and have relatable material. So like some people talk about having families and some people talk about their kids. But you know, celebrities, that is an international currency. You're guaranteed to get a laugh if people can go, oh, I know who Alexandra Burke is. Like that's like 10% of the population. That's a different story. Uh, but if it's a joke about Alexandra Burke and you know who she is, you will laugh. I think 10% for Alexandra Burke is very generous, Lucien. <laughs> She's no tea or coffee. No. <laughs> Does Alexandra Burke do an Alan Turing look? I don't think so. Exactly. Um, so Benji, I think it's time we go and play a game. Let's go play the first game. It is called True or Poo. I've asked people for the last week on Instagram to be messaging me some interesting trivia about celebrities. However, not all of them are true because some of them are poo. And I've chosen my three favourite ones this week, and you must decide which is true. How does that sound? Sounds good. Okay, so here is the first one that's from Claudia on Instagram. RuPaul collects typewriters and owns over 100 of them. Is that true or poo? Hmm, that totally sounds like something RuPaul would do. I can just see her there tapping away, clickety-clack. Um, so I'm going to go true. You're going to say true. I can reveal that this is poo. Sorry, Benji Potter. Sorry, that is not true at Claudia, all. Claudia, you little... Oof, I know. Throw me right off the scent. Well, that's all we're here to do. Try and get you off the scent. Anyway, thank you for that. We have another one here all the way from Henry. Thank you, Henry. And he says... 
Harry Styles has four nipples. Oh. I think Harry Styles has three nipples, not four nipples. Oh, you've actually heard this, darling. I worked in showbiz. I've worked in showbiz journalism for over a decade, darling. So how um, did you know that RuPaul doesn't have a hundred typewriters at home? This is bad journalism here. You should have known that wasn't true. She's only been relevant in the last year. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Ru. Sorry, Mama Ru. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, back so to Harry Styles Harry Styles, poo, I'm sure he's got three Not four Well, Henry seems to be quite adamant About this, he says it is true But I think I need to have a quick Google About this, because maybe you're right Oh, we need to get an independent um, Verifier in for Can you this. get one of the minions Down your end to do it Absolutely, go and sort um, it out minions And get me another soya latte <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to go to my iPhone, obviously. I'm just here in my bedroom, sorting everything out. Okay, searching Harry Styles' nipples. I've never searched this. Want to put it out there? Um, no, he hasn't. You were wrong. It's true. Oh, I'm sorry I doubted you, Henry. I'm sorry. Are you looking it up too, just to go and... <laughs> Darling, we have to double fact check. I'm not just trusting the, uh, the quiz master. A journalist checking twice. That doesn't sound normal. I know. I don't usually check once. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Henry, you are apparently correct. And Benji, do you confirm that he has four nipples? I confirm. I've seen them up close. I've tweaked, prodded and pulled. There that are is good there. to know. So, Benji, you got it wrong. Henry, you got it right. I'm Benji, doing really badly I on do this expect show. an apology for Henry. At least it should be like a front page apology. Uh, Sunday sports, maybe they'll take it. <laughs> Yeah, right. Okay, done. Done. Front page news. Journalist admits he's wrong for the first time in history. Anyway, let's move forward. This one is from Paul. And he says, Boy George lost his right testicle in a boat accident in 1984. Is that true or poo? Oh, God. Is this Paul Watts' chops? I think I know this, Paul. Paul. Um, this is Paul, who apparently runs the Gay Lads of London events on Facebook. Ooh, I'm on his profile Paul. now. Hi, Paul. How are hi, you? Paul. Is that the one where they meet in sweaty basements? I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to go and do some research. <laughs> never been. Oh, gosh. I think I'm going to go poo because it sounds too true to be true. Okay, so you're saying bluff. it is poo. Yeah, I, I can reveal bluff. that this... Is poo. Congratulations, yeah. you've got two out of three. No, I think I got one out of three, darling. Well, congratulations, you got one out of three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're counting. Who are you, the Belarusian government? <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's not get political, Lucy. It doesn't suit you. <laughs> but don't worry, Benji, we will be playing a game later on. But for now, well done, Benji, you got one out of three. Give yourself a round of applause and a sip of drink. And of course, if you have some interesting celebrity trivia out there, be sure to go and drop me a message on Instagram. It is at Last of Lulu, and you might be featured in next week's show. Lucian, what are you wearing on your face? It looks really, really nice. Well, thank you for the help there, Jingle. Indeed, I'm wearing a mask from the Mask Club. This beautiful mask arrived in my post just this morning, and I received one just like it every single month. If you want to look as good as me, Benji, make sure you go to mrsk.club. No jingle that time. All right, rude. And use the unique voucher code PRELASH50 to get 50% off your first month. That is PRELASH50 at mrsk.club. 
So, Benji, we have already talked about Beyonce. We also talked about Solange as well. You throw me two celebrity name drops in a row. That was brilliant. Now let's move on to another gay icon. Benji Potter, how do you know Dame Shirley Bassey? Well, Dame Burley Chassis, as I like to call her. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a little camp kind of encounter. Uh, we were at Variety Club, which is a charity, um, had a party at the um, National Film Museum. Um, I think it was like a fundraiser. Mm. And it was actually the last time we saw our Scylla. You know, oh, surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> you um, and she was very frail, bless her. But anyway, Burley Chassis came all the way over by private jet from Monaco. And and she rolled in and she stood next to me as Eamon Holmes um, took to the stage. I know, I know. I'm glad you I chose know. her rather than Eamon Holmes as your celebrity name drop, but carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's peaks and troughs, dear, isn't it? We're going all over the chart with all these calibres of names. Um, so so Shirley, Shirley was sort of next to me and, and someone sort of said to her, you know, would you like a glass of champagne, Dame Shirley? And she said, of course I will, darling. She had this glass of champagne in her hands. What would you expect? Any less, rather, from a bottle? She is Welsh. The bottle, darling. The bottle. The crystal, (laughs) darling. Crystal for everybody. Um, Anyway, she gets out this little plastic packet um, of powder from her handbag. I'm joking. Not powder. (laughs) It was scag. (laughs) It was meow meow. Hearing me, we're going to get sued if you're not careful, no, Benji Potter. No, no, don't worry, darling. <laughs> My lawyers are watching. Um, okay, good. So she gets out this little plastic packet and it had a stirrer in it, just like a little cocktail stirrer. And she st- yeah. takes out the packet and she starts stirring her glass of champagne. And I shit you not, she turned to her friend and she said, if you stir the champagne, darling, it doesn't get you as drunk and you can have twice as much. <laughs> Wow, what amazing advice. Like, what more do you want from Dame Shirley Bassey? I mean... Skag. Yeah, what is skag? Heroin. Heroin. (laughs) I don't know. You buy it. Um... I don't personally, but maybe Shirley does. I don't know. Is that your next sponsor link? (laughs) <laughs> oh my god, that would be such a good idea. Any drug dealers? Yeah, Mars Club, I love you, but you know, sometimes need to get some skag, you know, yeah, thanks. <laughs> the margins are higher. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was Dame Burley Chassis. And um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not salacious, but I don't know, it's just one of those moments where a celebrity is everything you want from them and more. Uh, well, I, I did love that anecdote. That was a very, very good one. Um, so you mentioned the fact, you know, when a celebrity is everything you want them to be. And I'm going to throw you a curveball here. Has there ever been a moment where a celebrity has not been who you want them to be? Oh, gosh. Um, this can I be mean, anonymous, by the way. Like last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's boring if, if I don't name them. I mean, I think... I think yes. um, the thing, the thing is, when you interview people, they're often on their best behaviour um, because they want you to like them. But when I um, interviewed Naomi Campbell at Cannes Film Festival in 2017, I asked her, could I please take a photo of you and I together? Because, you know, I was running an article and, and I needed a byline photo. Mm-hmm. And she said, yes, 
but you're only allowed to post it in black and white because of the colour balance, um, because of the light balance rather, because it was quite bright where we were sitting on the balcony. She'd only allow me to post it in black and white. Now, how camp is that? Yeah, that's everything I'd want her to be. That's brilliant. Good. She is making demands. She is setting her own stage. She's her own producer, her own director. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. But I mean, in terms of celebrities being difficult... Yeah, these are the ones we want to talk about here on Celebrity Prelash. We don't care if someone's nice. We want to have the absolute bastards. So once again, Benji, tell us a story. Go on. (laughs) So I actually can't name this person, which I try not to do because obviously you want all the details. This person was quite um, big as a TV presenter in the noughties. Um, They starred in... This might give the game away, but they starred in quite a famous beer advert and I'd spent (laughs) months and months organizing this shoot um, and they were so difficult they 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 you know it was a bikini shoot and they were making all these demands and I couldn't ask about their latest romance and it was like the only reason people were interested in her you know it was a really really difficult day leading up to it and on the day anyway the shoot started and I took a little photo during the shoot just to send the picture desk because we'd paid a lot of money for this shoot. Was it black and white? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not stop interrupting you. Go on. No, it's all right. It wasn't black and white. I took a little picture and she saw me during the shoot and she went, can we stop shooting for a minute? Did you just take a photo of me? And I went, no. She went, because if you did, that is not okay. That is not okay. You're not allowed to take a photo of me without my permission. It's like, it's a photo shoot. It is a photo shoot. Anyway, the whole day was an absolute nightmare. And in the end, we didn't end up using um, any of the shots, any of the interview. And it cost us like 10 grand. It was a nightmare. But um, that, that for me, sticks out as an anxiety-inducing uh, moment. Yeah. So obviously, Benji, you, you aren't going to reveal who this is. I just have one vital question to ask you. Did she want to flake with that? (laughs) (laughs) He's been very quiet. So maybe we're going to move on. (laughs) So Benji, obviously you have, uh, you've performed at the Big Gay Comedy Show online and in person with the two brewers of Wandsworth Oasis. And the last time you performed with us digitally, you mentioned you were doing a um, thing on Instagram uh, about the loose women. Is that correct? Yes, that's right. So on Instagram Reels, I'm doing a series called Loose Women Unedited. And basically, it's what happens when the cameras stop rolling. Uh, you've got Cheeky Cow, Janet Street Porter, and the very sort of effervescent Stacey Solomon. Uh, <laughs> and Jane McDonald will even be making a comeback, possibly, if the money is right, moving from Channel 4 <laughs> to lunchtimes at ITV. Don't miss it. Ah, oh, Jane McDonald, what an icon. But all of these women, they're icons, I say. Like, okay, they're me- like meant to be relatable towards, you know, sort of um, mums who are, like, having working lunch. But the truth is, these women really are just for the gay boys who just are waking up after the, ni- after the night before. Let's not kid ourselves. They're for gay boys and porn idol, darling. <laughs> <laughs> but, but back to the whole these women thing, I'm going to ask you a very personal question here. Yes. Personal, that's, that's a big word for me. Mm-hmm. Who is your favourite loose woman? Oh, why are you doing this to me? This it's is like completely... Sophie's Choice. Number Jewish joke, sorry, carry on. <laughs> I can't help myself. <laughs> well, it was always Denise Welsh. 
Um, mm-hmm. But then she got sober and boring. Sorry, Denise. Love and you. And right wing for some reason. <laughs> and uh, yeah, sort of COVID. COVID delay, pet. Yeah, shut <laughs> up, Denise Welsh. <laughs> Did you hear her denying uh, the existence of COVID the other day on Twitter? It's like, Denise, yeah. what's happened? I know, I just want her to talk about going on the lash and like her ex-husband. And of course, no one should ever make fun of anyone for being an alcoholic. But hey, we're drinking here on Celebrity Pre-Lash. I guess we can. <laughs> so it was her, but now it's new loose woman, Judy Love. Um, I love Judy. An amazing uh, comedian as well, supporting oh, the comedians. She's fantastic. And she does, um, if, you, if you haven't seen it, um, a brilliant Instagram live dating show, which, which is just um, fantastic and authentic and uh completely unedited uh yeah so i love her and and you know she's the future of loose women so good on her she is absolutely um do you know who my favorite loose woman is oh go on okay i'm gonna tell you here my favorite loose woman is linda robson i <gasps> oh, love linda oh, potty meth linda <laughs> <laughs> nana linda yeah nana i linda. love her because oh, I'm like the world's good. biggest birds of a feather fan. Putting Ooh, it out did, there. What did you what do you think about the drama between Pauline Quirk and, and the others? I know, right? Well, okay, so just to give some background here, so um they had a Christmas special for Birds of a Feather. Um, and uh, Pauline said she wasn't going to do it, uh, but she wished yeah. her colleagues the best of luck with it. Then a few weeks later, it was revealed in one of the tabloids, who will remain nameless, mainly because I can't remember which one it was, <laughs> um, that um, they, uh, Linda and Pauline, who have been friends since they were kids, have fallen out. <gasps> it's good, in it? I love a showbiz It's feud. not good, I it's lo- tragic. I love a showbiz It's heartbreaking, feud. Benji. Oh, darling, it's showbiz, it's celebrity. As Brucey would say, it's Saturday Night Entertainment. <laughs> this is what happens. If you don't like it, watch Channel 5. <laughs> I think it's tragic. Do, do you know what happened? Can we get a showbiz exclusive here? Well, allegedly. I mean, this went allegedly. back... Allegedly. Uh, well, this is what you have to put. Allegedly, darling. This went back about 10 years ago, but I think this... Uh, 10 or 15 years ago, um, they had some fallout at Teddington Studios and uh, Pauline ended up being... Uh, sort of have a throat against a wall and, and apparently it got quite physical allegedly this is what the report said so I mean this this feud runs deep uh, look Pauline Quirk I think she probably thinks she's moved on a little bit she never liked fame I was reading her book the other day she never liked fame she never took to it and now you see she's got the Pauline Quirk Academy dear <laughs> and when you've got the Pauline Quirk Academy you don't need Christmas specials dear do you? Uh, Apparently so, not well, you know, I don't know. Maybe that maybe the Muller's not good enough. I, I couldn't possibly comment. Ooh. I don't know. Well, I, I hope they come back together in the end. Maybe you know, Pauline uh, Quirk's acting academy will like go under, and then, she, <laughs> and then she needs to like redo her kitchen or something, and she'll come back and do it. <laughs> <laughs> At I the end of the day, idea. like you know, Leslie Joseph, she's getting on. She's getting on. She's nearly 80 now. But then again, we have been saying this for years, how old she's getting, and she still keeps coming back and wearing the stilettos. She still keeps getting older. We told her not to get older, but she bloody went and did it anyway. I know. What an idiot. Like, how (laughs) could she do that? It's like it's like a natural process or something. It's such a stupid thing to do, you know. We warned her. We said you will get older if you get older. But I have one thing to go and tell you about Linda Robson. So, yeah, so my best friend, Paul, 
not the pool from Instagram, another pool, right? I know so many pools apparently. I know. So it was Paul's 30th birthday and I managed to plan him a 30th birthday party inspired by birds on a feather. So he had a cake which had fabulous at 30 and a picture of Dorian from Birds of a Feather, right? I got wow. him a t-shirt with a picture of Sharon Theodopolopoulos, aka Pauline Quirk, with the writing underneath. I own four houses, three flats, two cars and one share portfolio. Uh, things that Paul himself was very, very proud of. But the ultimate present I got him was a video message from Linda Robson. <gasps> And was she even on Cameo at the time? It wasn't Cameo. I just used my comedian email to then just go and search Twitter for her agent's email um, and just went, um, dear, whether uh, Mrs, whatever the name of the agent is, um, my best friend Paul's a massive fan of Miss um, Robson's work. Uh, would you mind if she could record um, him a very special uh, video message for his birthday? Lots of love, Lucian. Um, and within 10 minutes, I got a email back from someone whose surname is not Robson. Interesting fact, it's a stage name. And, it's, and there was a video, um, and it was from uh, Linda Robson herself. Just from her, wow. her, her private See, Gmail. you pulled your showbiz strings and mm-hmm. you got your friend a good gift. There you go. And it was so iconic. And even like now, whenever we talk on the phone, Paul and I, we have to go and just repeat it off by heart. Do you <laughs> want to hear what the that? message was? Yeah, go on. Okay, here we go. Hi, Paul, it's me, Linda. Linda from Birds of a Feather, a.k.a. Tracy Stubbs. I want to wish you the best birthday ever. Lots of love, Linda. <laughs> that was it. Wow, short but sweet, but hey, there you go. She's the there. really interesting thing about this, Benji, is that a few months later, Linda went on TV to talk about her ongoing struggle with OCD. And she mentioned, number one, she had to reply to emails within 10 minutes of being sent them, otherwise she'd have a panic attack. And number two, <laughs> and number two, she had to charge her phone at all, all times, otherwise she'd have a panic attack. And if you watch this video, she was charging her phone. And number two, I got it within 10 minutes. You could have got a Loose Women exclusive a few months before. I know. <laughs> And it wouldn't be the first time we used my friends to get something out of celebrities, and I did at that time, so yeah. That is brilliant. I love that. That's a fantastic anecdote. Thank you. It's like my turn to go and do celebrity pre-lash, isn't it? Yeah, I know. I'll interview you for the last episode. I please do. Uh, speaking of pre-lashing, I see your drinks getting, getting a little bit empty, so let's go and finish ours. Cheers again, Benji. Potter. Cheers. Cheers. Through, the screen. There, baby. Through mm. the screen. Anyway, Benji, let's carry on with the celebrity name dropping here. Um, Oh, hey, do you want to do a celebrity name drop or would you like to go and play our final game? I'd like to play our final game. Let's do the game first. So, as you know, here at Celebrity Prelash, we like to play tier games. And the second game is called Who Did Done Say That? What I have done, I have scoured the internet for interesting quotes from certain famous people. And you must decide out of three people who did them say that. Okay, so here is the first quote. Now, I think gay marriage is something that should be between a man and a woman. Oh, I don't know. It could be my mum. <laughs> <laughs> well, your mum is not one of the options unless she is... Um, Linda Robson. <laughs> are, you, are you charging your phone, mum? All right. Thanks, darling. <laughs> Why don't you send an email? You'll get a response within 10 minutes. Yeah, she's replied to them all. Um, Thank you, Benji's mum. Okay, here are the options. Here are the options. Is it Sylvester Stallone? 
Arnold Schwarzenegger Ooh. or Eamon Holmes. So was it Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger or Eamon Holmes? Oh, now that is a toughie. I know Eamon. Um, and Personally? Yeah, of course I do, darling. No, he is. Um, it, no, he is, he, he is he's, uh, much more open-minded than that. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm, I think he is quite, um, quite liberal, actually. Mm, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I would go for Sylvester Stallone. So you're going to say Sylvester Stallone. I can reveal the answer is... Arnold Schwarzenegger. No way, really? Apparently so, according to my research. Wow, sir. I know, right? We have, we have to remember, he is a member of the Republican Party. I know, I know. I Literally, I know nothing about politics. He's not liberal. Please don't lynch me if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> politics is not my thing. Well, don't you worry. The other two I have are certainly not political. Really? But they are definitely gay. Woohoo! So here yeah. we go. Let's go to the second quote now. I've always thought Marilyn Monroe looked fabulous, but I'd kill myself if I were that fat. <laughs> Was it? Alison Hammond? <laughs> <laughs> She's not one of the options for that is fabulous. <laughs> Let me give you the options. Yeah, go on. Was it Brigitte Nielsen, Elizabeth Hurley, or Dame Joan Collins? I've always thought Marilyn Monroe looked fabulous, but I'd kill myself if I were that fat. I, I, I really don't know, but because I want to say that Joan Collins would, w- wouldn't be as shallow to say that. And who was the one before her? Um, it was Elizabeth Hurley. Elizabeth Hurley as well. I think she's better than that. I don't know a lot about Bridget Nielsen, but I'm going to go that she said it. So I'm going to go Bridget Nielsen. Well, the interesting facts, obviously I said Sylvester Stallone in the first question. Obviously that family are in my mind. Unfortunately, they're only in my mind as the non-right answers. It actually was Elizabeth Hurley. No way! Oh I my know, God. right? She said it. Sad she did true. not say that. <laughs> she did not <laughs> say that indeed. But that's okay. You got naught out of two so far. Overall, you've got one out of five. So let's see if you can get this one right. Probably won't. So here we go. This is another one to do with weight. Again, weight is obviously on my mind at the moment. Here is number three. I'm prouder of my weight loss than my Oscar. Was it Octavia Spencer, Jennifer Hudson, or Sandra Bullock? Wow. I'm prouder of my weight loss than my Oscar. We know that Jay had lost a lot of weight. She was a Weight Watchers ambassador. I don't know, rather naively, who Octavia Spencer is. An Oscar winner for The Help? Oh, I, I, I thought maybe the help, but um, I didn't want to Was say it the that. help? I think it was the help. I think you're right. And Sandra Bullock. Mm-hmm. Well, it's um, not the situation of being fat. It is maybe recovering your body after a slight weight gain. As, as we know in Hollywood, if you like, your BMI is over 19, you're fat. But... Oh, so read the quote again. Hey, here we go again. He's taking this really seriously, which I appreciate. I'm rubbish at this. He's game. not like Vic Slayton the other day. He just guessed the wrong answer just for the hell of it. Um, <laughs> she on. told me afterwards. Okay, here we go. So I'm prouder of my weight loss than my Oscar. Jay Huds, Ox Spence, or Sanj Bull. All the money on Jay Hud. All your money on Jay Huds. Is it Jay Hud or Jay Huds? Jay Huds. J-Huds, here we go. So Benji Potter saying J-Huds, I can reveal the right answer is 
Jay Hurts! Yay! Yay! <laughs> Two out of six is still quite bad. Sorry, Meatloaf. But no, that was correct. Well done. <laughs> Um, I, I'm going to give you a fourth one here, just because we mentioned this earlier. I think I have to, because it's here in front of me. So here we go. The fourth, who did done say that? Where's the Cannes Film Festival being held this year? Was it Lady Gaga, Madonna, or Christina Aguilera? That's really tough. I mean, uh, I would like to think they're all intelligent enough to know that the name gives it away but sorry Christina I have to go with you I think that you probably said that Christina Aguilera so you're saying Christina Aguilera to go and get three out of seven Benji Potter I can reveal the answer was Christina Aguilera yeah give yourself a drink and a high and a pat on the back well done that's the end of the game of who did done say that you got two out of four (laughs) that is very good 50% okay Benji we're coming to the end of the uh, podcast now and I think we're going to do one more celebrity name drop here are you ready this is the one I'm most excited about asking okay he looks very nervous now I do Benji Potter, how do you know Ronan Keating? (laughs) (laughs) Well, basically, this is a bit of an odd one, but about five years ago, me and a couple of friends um, were working at the Isle of Wight Festival as journalists. Because you're a journalist, but yeah. (laughs) Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. We weren't like doing the bars. Um, And we were in the VIP area. and As usual. We were like off our tits. And... (laughs) So All your stories about being off your tits in the VIP areas, journalist, but carry on. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit drunk now, can you tell? So was, and your then, story. Uh, it's all good, darling. It's pre-lash, darling. And then in, within the VIP area, Ronan Keating had his own VIP area. We are like, we want to get in there. And we said, can we get in? They were like, are you friends with Ronan? We were like, yes, we are. They were like, old friends or new friends? And we were like, what the? So we were like old friends. We snuck into the VIP area. This night was so wild. Afterwards, we ended up going backstage to like the artist bar. I fell asleep under like a chair, got asked to leave. We ran into a random dressing room, which was Ella Eyre's dressing room. (laughs) My friend nicked a bottle of Jack Daniels, took it from the dressing room. They were banging on the door. We locked ourselves in the dressing room. And then like eventually had to leave. We started running towards the gates and they were, the security were running after us and the gates were like shutting after us one by one. Yeah. And I managed to get out, but my mates, two of my mates got caught and they got really badly told off by the organiser. And I'm so ashamed of it. But honestly, Ronan, if, you hadn't, if your people hadn't have asked us if we were old friends or new friends, this would have never have happened. It's all Ronan's fault. It's all Ronan's fault. So yeah, a bit of a weird one there, but um, definitely haven't gone back to the Isle of Wight Festival since. Yeah, I could see why. I could see why. Uh, but you, um, when you were in the VIP area, the VIP area within the VIP area, did you get to meet Ronan? Yeah, we got to meet him. We were like, yeah, because that is what I want to know. You oh know. yeah, this is, I mean, this is name dropping here. Oh, no, God. This is the yeah. experience but, I want to know. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was camp, you know. There was, like, wooden deck chairs inside the VIP, VIP area. <laughs> and, and, yeah, Ronan's nice. But I've met him a few times, you know. But luckily, that was the first time. So no Then you definitely there. became old friends, yeah. Then we were old friends, but we began as new friends. Ah. Um, so what is one thing about Ronan Keating, which uh, we wouldn't know if we've never met him? 
He smells amazing. I was thinking that. I was like, is he going to say that? Yes. What does oh, he, smell? he smells incredible. He smells like um, toffee apples. Ooh. On a cold Guy Fawkes night. <laughs> toffee apples on a Guy Fawkes night. You know, the best kind of time. So essentially, he smells like burnt caramel and apple, and he's a smoker. Got it! Okay, I've got the smell. I was like, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting fact, okay. So both my parents are smokers. And yeah. there's always been a smell. I've never been able to like figure out what it is from my childhood. Yeah. And the other day I worked on what it is. What? Regret? Yeah. <laughs> abuse. Um, <neglect>. <laughs> no. <laughs> the smell from my childhood is this is really, really random. It's cigarette ash in the sink. I've always oh, wondered wow. what this really damp, weird smell was. And you and missed it, hey? I miss it, yes. Um, so I'm uh, living in a house yet, see me. Um, I live in London, you live in London, <laughs> we know how it is. Um, and uh, my housemate, he's a smoker, and he was cleaning out an ashtray. And I just got the smell back from my childhood, and I'd always wondered what it was, and now I know. That's showbiz, that's showbiz. It is. It's, maybe showbiz would more, be more like, you know, ash in a champagne glass, I don't know. but like uh, crystal uh, ashtray or something. Oh, how fancy. <laughs> Camp, darling, with a cigarette holder. Absolutely. Well, Benji Potter, we've now come to the end of Celebrity Prelash. Aww. Obviously, if this is a usual prelash, we'll be going out afterwards, but obviously whoop, whoop. we can't. And a quick drink count. I see you've only had one drink today, but that's completely fine, considering you have been drinking underneath your duvet. Next time we meet up in person, we'll be sure to catch you up. And how can people find out more about you? Well, if you want to find out more about Benji Potter, you can head to at Benji's Banter on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with gigs hopefully announced in the next couple of months when the world opens up and lets me back in. Absolutely. And we need to go and collaborate on some gigs as well because I have I have like one thing booked in until July. So we'll have a chat after this. Sounds good. But for now, Benji Potter, thank you very much. Bye. So that was my conversation there with Benji Potter. Benji, thank you so much for joining me on Zoom. So next week, I'm joined by Grace Campbell. She's a fantastic comedian and best-selling author, so very excited to go and talk to her. If you have any good trivia for her for true or poo, be sure to go to my Instagram page, which is at laughswithlulu, and maybe your pointless knowledge of trivia will get to you on the show next week. Otherwise, need to first of all go and thank our amazing sponsors and friends at Mask Club. Yes, if you want to look sexy the next time you go to the supermarket, be sure to head to MRSK. Club and use the voucher code pre-50 where you will get 50% off your first month. And second of all, not to sound like Gwyneth Paltrow in the 1999 Oscars, I need to go and thank you guys. Um, in the last two weeks, we've started to climb the charts. Uh, we've been in the charts in the Netherlands, in the UK, um, in the United States and in Canada. So if you have a friend out there who likes stupid gay stuff, make sure you go and forward them this podcast. Everything is appreciated. Otherwise, my name is Lucy and Jack and I'll see you here next week with Grace Campbell. Bye!